Welcome to football or soccer, whatever you call it. And obviously with Melina out today, I got you all a super great host, Leo, the founder and contributor for Roasted Review. Leo, how are you? I am pretty good, co-founder. There's There are a couple other people involved who are since elsewhere, um, have, have gone elsewhere. Um, I am pretty good. I am in Portland. We got to go to Thorns training right before this, which was really nice because I have not been to one of those since 2019. So, so yeah, that was really nice for me. Yeah, so pre-COVID. Um, and so that's so it's been like four years for you almost, right, for training? Yeah, I think it was um, the last training I went to was right before I went to my freshman year of college. And I'm now about to graduate. So, yeah. We love it. We love it. Um, and then, Leo, do you want to talk about uh, real quick about the interviews we got today and for subscribers, um, a special gift that they might be seeing very really shortly? Uh, yes. I'm not exactly sure when this podcast will run, but uh, yeah. we talked to Natalia Cuica and Michelle Vasconcelos today um, and, of course, head coach Mike Norris. I am about to upload the um, Vasconcelos audio right now for our $10 subscribers. Um, so y'all can get a preview of that. And then an article on that will be coming. Uh, I don't know if you have any updates on the Quico stuff, but. Yeah, um, no, appreciate you. Um, so I think the for, for, for Natu, I will start working on that. I think right now we have a lot of great stuff coming out. Leos has seen my like docket of information uh, and uh, interviews I've been doing. So we'll start uh, probably releasing interviews uh, at least bi-weekly uh, and then for the rest of the year. Um, so if you have any questions, make sure you submit them to us, you know, uh, just at us at Rosie Review. And we would love to um, answer, get your questions answered as well. But Leo, especially for uh, those of us in the discord, um, I we didn't get as much time with Natu as we planned today, but um, I dropped something in there um, asking for questions. So if you all are in the discord um, and have questions, we definitely will try to get those in whenever we can. Yeah, uh, if you're a subscriber, we appreciate you so much. And if you're thinking about it, um, we have so much stuff in the works. It's really exciting. Um, and yeah, like I think today during the whole car ride, I was just excited, pitched to Leo a bunch of ideas and uh, and uh, we'll start rolling out a lot more content and I promise you, you, you all will enjoy it. So, um, but yeah, thank you so much for your support. We really appreciate it. Uh, Leo, should we talk about the game uh, over the weekend? Yes, we can talk a bit about the game. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I think Jaden really captured it best in the recap in that the Thorns mm. were tired um, and they played well um, and they could have been a little more clinical in some areas, mm. but that was the end of three games in, it was eight or nine days. Yeah, um, eight days, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And also all the national team players who were playing and getting rotated mm -hmm. in a lot of players have played in Europe. A lot of players have played significant minutes for the national team um, in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So everyone was tired. And also, I think that was a game that the Thorns weren't going to lose, um, just based on the lineup that they rolled out at the beginning of that. Um, obviously, really nice to see Christine Sinclair score early. Um, yeah. I think that was an exciting takeaway for me. Um, but I think... I don't know. There's just been a lot of rotation these past couple games, and then there's been a lot of players who are just like have clearly played a lot of minutes. Um, and mm -hmm. so I'm trying to figure out 
what parts to read into and what parts not to read into too much, just because the like situation of the past couple of weeks has been so chaotic. I don't know if you have thoughts specifically, because I also know you followed Racing Louisville pretty closely during mm. um, preseason this year. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is Mike Norris brought up, I think it was two weeks ago during a presser, he said that internationals possibly could make five appearances in 15 days, which is utterly chaos you know and for me like you said it was all about just managing minutes and managing workloads and everything like that and i thought he handled it pretty well yeah it would have been nice to you know maybe get a result for the challenge cup but honestly soccer is one of those weird sports where you can dominate a game and still not win or yeah. and you might lose a game because of you know like an own goal you know yeah. so and that was a, that was a weird deflection too like that's not the kind of thing that you like plan for or can really do anything about like she she literally was facing away from the goal. Yep. Like, yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, though. I don't want to take anything for Nally because I think Nally's been super great the the past, like, two years she got to play. And uh, and honestly, that's something you and I will talk about who possibly could be starting this week. But I think with Louisville, what I was really impressed by, Leo, was the fact that they played a lot better than they did last year against us. Like, we could have easily beat them 5 or 6-0. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to Becky Morgan, who sat in, at the game with me, visiting from Louisville, uh, got to visit me and Taylor. Um, but yeah, no, I got to sit uh, midfield with uh, Becky and she, I love talking during games, Leah, where we just like go over like every like thing that we see and everything. So Becky, yeah, she was very honest about it. She said, look, we could have, we should have lost six zero last year. And like Nadia saved a few goals, and, you know, uh, to help Katie Lund out. And then this year I thought Louisville played a lot better. Like, I didn't. I thought they had way better chances this year. Could they have scored a goal? Probably. Um, but that's what the team's missing right now. They're just missing the the clinical finish. And I know Portland. We were going through something like that too. But I just think you know when you're Portland and you just keep peppering the goal, eventually good things will happen. You know, and it's just one of those things where like Sinky's been finishing pretty good. Crystal Dunn's been finishing pretty good. Sophia has found another gear with her passing. Like. It's like she's met. I don't know if you know this, Leo, but she's matched her first two years in the NWSL with four assists already. Yeah, so it's just like, yeah, it's yeah, like, she's been involved in what, like eight of the goals at this point? Yeah. Oh, and, and then technically the ninth one, she had a hockey assist on the ninth okay. one. So, okay. so, yeah, it's it's exciting to be a, you know, like I know there's going to be fluctuations in the season, um, but we do have to get credit to teams. Like Houston's been playing really good. Um, you know, and we obviously got the tie there. Um, Louisville's a good team. I think people underestimate Louisville just because of their first two years, but they have the, they have a second year head coach in Kim who's been doing really good. Um, he's with Bev Yanez on the team. They've kind of found this extra gear. Abby Ersig and Carson Pickett look really good that game. I think um, Abby Ersig, I think she's just one of those, you know she's going to win headers in the box, Leo, and you just have to find ways to just get around her. Um, and the one, I think I remember Morgan Weaver's goal where Hina dummied it to Morgan Weaver, it was like that's like how you have to beat Abby Arseg sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, you <laughs> have both to out of those goals were dummies, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. So, I think that's what excites me because this team always finds ways to score, even if it's not the best way, it might not be the cleanest or whatever, but we've, we've, we've been really spoiled as Portlanders uh, I feel like um, who just get to see like these type of goals, you know? So, mm -hmm. I've been really happy. Um and like I said, I think Louisville's going to be one of those dark horse teams fighting for the playoff spot at the end of the year. Do Are they going to make it? I don't know. But they are they definitely have the talent for it. And uh, I think we saw that with yeah. Sav DeMello. 
I think uh, I think we could see like a fifth or sixth place finish for them. Like yeah. I feel pretty like that feels reasonable to me. Yeah. Uh, did you see Sav DeMello? I felt I felt honestly felt bad because I think everyone on the team fouled her at least once. Um, and she she's a playmaker, you know what I mean? And like with that team, I thought they did really good on the counter when they like got out of the high press. They didn't get out of the high press enough to beat us. Um, but yeah, it's one of those games where Portland was pretty much in control. They were sloppy a lot of the time, but when they when it mattered, they got the win. So I think that's kind of the big takeaway. Um, yeah, I but, think the thing. Kling said a couple games ago in post-game, mm-hmm. I think this was after Houston, where she was like, we know that if we're a team that plays our best soccer, no one else can beat us. Um, and I think the Thorns had enough moments of that against yep. Louisville. And I think there were maybe moments where they could have done more, but like they they had enough of those moments that they just like, it wasn't a game that they were going to lose, I don't think, yeah. even if there were places for improvement. Yeah, and I, I have to bring up this stat too, because Leo, I feel like, the XG, the expected goals for Portland every game has been pretty high. Um, mm-hmm. Even in, against San Diego, like we doubled their XG. I think it was 0.77 to 0.22. Um, and it's one of those things where if we keep putting out chances, keep putting out good balls like the midfield's been doing, we'll be fine. Uh, I have like I was not concerned whatsoever. I think we just they needed the win for validation more than anything. It wasn't really like, oh, we need to win because we're of the standings. No, they are still first place. If anything, they've probably, like they've already said, they felt like 10 points out of 12 should have been 12 out of 12. But honestly, mm-hmm. that's like, that's a good problem to have, right? So, right. Um, yeah. You know, when you're uh, in first place, but you could have like two more points, but like yeah. you're still ahead of everyone else. Yeah. 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 For me, like I will bring this up. I don't want to give them too much credit, but I feel like the rain have looked good too. So it's like, yeah. it looks like it's, it's Pacific Northwest one and two. Um, and I think you know, the wave waiver up there too for me. Yeah, I agree. I just think I like teams with good midfields. You know what I mean? And I think the rain, for some reason, every time we play the rain, it just you know that's another story for another day. Just the shock. <laughs> yeah. Just the shock yeah. hates Portland. She loves to yeah. be the villain. That's what it uh, is. Oh my gosh! But those uh, those games. That's why I, I was like, oh, everyone's talking about like the you know the the Southern California rivalry, but I was like the the PNW one is always going to be the best one, you know, like it matters yeah. to all these fans and everything, you know? Um, yeah. Plus but... the, the San Diego LA one doesn't even have a name yet. So I don't yeah. think they can challenge us. Yeah. Uh, putting I, that out there. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Leo, you and I, uh, you mentioned earlier, we were at uh, practice today. So we were kind of trying to get some information heading into the game. Um, yes. It looks like, Oh, do you want to talk about the uh, injury updates from Mike today? Um, yeah, we learned that we saw um, Michelle Vasconcelos and Tegan McGrady training a little bit at the beginning, um, and then they stepped away. Um, Vasconcelos said she is hoping to be available to be on the mm-hmm. bench on Saturday. Um, Mike also said that. It sounds like McGrady is not quite there yet. Um, and then Sauerbrunn was not training today, um, and it sounds like we're going to have to wait a little longer for more of an update and timeline on that but sounds like she's not going to be there um which leads us to our who's portland's other center bag gonna be (laughs) yeah um so hopefully uh becky feels up pretty nicely we you know obviously hoping for the best for her and um but yeah no i think it's one of those questions leo so we have two options right we have emily mangus who seems like she's uh getting closer to being fully fit and then we have Mm -hmm. uh megan nally who's honestly just kind of balled out every time she's got an opportunity right. and for me i do you see megan nally more as a center back 
like I do? Do you see the same thing, or well, what do you see from Nelly? Um, yeah, I think I think she's been really, really solid for Portland, like over the past couple of years, honestly, at this point. Um, yeah. After they got rid of the her initial first couple minutes, where they just would like throw her in forward in like stoppage time, and she just had to like run around. I yeah. thought that was a fun bit. Um, but yeah. now that she's like actually is playing center back, I think she's been really solid. I think she's a great option. Um, one thing I noticed during training when they were putting out two center backs is they had Mengus paired with Hubley, and I don't know if that was like something we can read into or if it was just like a coincidence. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised if we see them split time. I know you and I were wondering, mm-hmm. um, and realized that we probably should have just asked, uh, coach Norris, um, if Mengus <laughs> is 90 minutes fit. Um, yeah. if you start with someone like Nally, um, mm-hmm. then you have the benefit of, if you want to bring Mengus in later, you can just push Nally, um, yeah. mm-hmm. into the outside. Cause she also plays, uh, has played out wide this season. And mm-hmm. I know coach Norris was talking about that too. Um, or like Mengus is obviously a solid option. She's been like one of the best defenders mm-hmm. in the league over um, the times when she hasn't been injured. And I think it's just, I would like to see her back on the pitch. And yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess my question to you is, do you have a preference on Saturday? Would you like to see, because for me, if if I know now, if I know Mengus can play the full 90, I want her to start and play the full 90. Mm-hmm. Because if you're matching up against Alyssa Thompson, you need every single speed out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if, if Mangix can only go 45, I'd like to see Nally start the first 45 and then Mangix the second 45. Yeah. I think that's about where I'm at. I think mm-hmm. I think starting Nally is a good option if you like end up needing to use subs elsewhere and Mangus isn't 90 minutes fit. Yep. Um, because again, just the, that thing of like Nally can you can plan on having Mengus coming in and pushing Nally out wide if yep. you want to keep her mm-hmm. in, um, or you can um, take her out or whatever. Versus if Mengus isn't ninety minutes fit, then you're going to need to sub out your center back at some point, which is mm-hmm. um, maybe not something you want. I don't know. So I think yeah. I think yeah, starting Nally would give you a little bit more versatility. I do agree if Mengus is able to play ninety minutes. Yeah. Um, and go up against Alyssa Thompson, I think that is the player I would lean toward um, on Saturday. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think for me, because obviously I think with Alyssa Thompson, she's been playing primarily the left side of the uh, winger as a left winger. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means she would be going after the right side of our back line. And it makes me way more comfortable knowing her speed would be matched with Mangus's speed and also Natu's speed. Um mm-hmm. So if anything, I'm curious if Freya will maybe move her to the right uh, right side, right wing, and maybe go after Kling and Hubley a little bit more, you know? So it's going to be interesting how they do it. I could see them playing um, Mangus straight up at uh, Becky's spot and then moving Kelly towards Natu's spot. So, uh, yeah. but I think I think we know what the back line is, but um, Leo, what are your thoughts on Alyssa Thompson so far and just the danger she poses to the back line on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. Um... I mean, I think she's obviously a really talented player. I think we've also seen several games where she hasn't necessarily had a ton of support in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think she's someone you want to be aware of. But I also feel like Angel City has not maybe put together the most convincing like team mm-hmm. performance where they're like finding her a bunch. Um, yeah. 
And so that's like a threat you want to be aware of, but not necessarily something you need to maybe make your whole game plan around at this point. I know we talked to um, Mike Norris today and he was, obviously it's still earlier in the week, but he was, mm -hmm. he basically said that they're just focusing on their things and they haven't really thought about counteracting specific players like Thompson mm -hmm. or Ertz at all. They're just trying to do their Thorns thing, um, which I respect as a coaching philosophy. Um, yeah. And so I don't even know how much the Thorns are like specifically planning around her. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I, I think for me, it's like that, that matchup is, it does scare me a little bit because she has track speed, you know, like yeah. that song, she's a, she's a runner. She is a track star. Like Alyssa Thompson checks every single box um, for like, like everything you want in a forward, you know, in a winger, you know what I mean? So uh, honestly, I'm very excited to watch her play. Like for me, like, oh, yeah. like I'll be in the media box, but you know, like if I'm, if I'm in at Providence Park, you know, everyone's gonna be lucky to see. Uh, and honestly, I think she's playing herself into a World Cup spot as well. So um, I know that's a discussion hope, for another I day. She does. I would yeah. love to see it, honestly. Yeah, me too. Um, and then let's talk about Julie Ertz real quick, Leo. Um, so from the first game, I we were talking about to Taylor a little bit, and it seemed like mm -hmm. Julie Arch kind of controlled the, the helped them organize the midfield a little bit, and then just helped them kind of like hold possession a little bit more, you know. And honestly, yeah. from what I've seen from Freya Coombs' uh, first two years, I don't I don't know if it's a personnel thing, I don't know if it's a system thing, but it seems like the players aren't as comfortable holding the ball, and I think that's a big deal with them because they've struggled to get results. You know, they've obviously got their only win at Orlando, but. Even that game was tough just because their midfield wasn't able to control. And obviously, you know, we're Portland, you, you know, we're, we cover the team Portland, but because we were used to having a midfield that can dominate that mm -hmm. game, call the ball, like Sam Coffey can do almost every single thing as a midfielder. So can sink and so can um, Dunn and Bolivia and Rocky for, you know, like we're deep for like five deep at midfield. Um, right. So, yeah, what have you seen um, from, I know it's really early with Ertz, but. Like, yeah. And then what do you think the potential is for that for, for her with that team as well? Um, yeah, I think you said it. Julie Ertz seemed to hold down the midfield um, really well. And mm -hmm. in the time she played with Angel City, um, something we were also talking to Taylor about is whether or not she's 90 minutes fit. Um, and if that is going to be the player who's holding their team together and she's mm -hmm. only going to play some of the game, like that obviously yeah. gives the Thorns a lot of chances. Yeah. Um, I also just think about and sheer like quantity of good players like Julie Ertz versus like Crystal Dunn and Hina Sugita mm -hmm. and Sophia Smith and like all these players like, yeah. like one player can stop all of them um, mm -hmm. and that seems to be the thing that the Thorns have done really well it's just like because they have this high press and because they have yep. so many different players who can hurt mm -hmm. you in so many different ways yep. like teams can only address so many things at once um, and so I think it's mm -hmm. a tall ask for Julie Ertz to ask Julie Ertz to do all of that. Um, I do yeah. think, um, I do think they could, we could maybe see some more like attacking up the flanks. Um, I think, mm -hmm. um, wondering if obviously we've seen some like fullback rotation. I wonder if that means we'll see players like Kling and Natu get the start, um, mm -hmm. just because they're both very comfortable on the ball, very comfortable getting crosses off and like creating those, attacking threats um yeah yeah but i think i think she is someone to think about like Alyssa thompson i think she's some someone to think about if she's not going to play the full 90 minutes the thorns have a like real window there um to take advantage of the midfield um mm -hmm. and i just think the thorns have too many ways to hurt a team um yep. right now 
Yeah. Yeah. I think two things make me really uncomfortable for Saturday. Like, I think the two biggest things I'm looking at, Leo, is uh, Julie Arch on set pieces because she's very dangerous on set pieces, you mm-hmm. know, especially with the header. Um, yeah. And I, I think, you know, we have to remind ourselves that Horan and Arch in the World Cup, like, they're going to win a lot of headers. They're probably going to score yes. off their heads a lot. Uh, and then Alyssa Thompson counterattack. So for yeah. me, I would like Kling to go forward a lot more. And mm-hmm. I would like to see Natu stay a little further back because she can keep, she has, you know, I don't think people realize how fast Natu is sometimes. Like she, yeah. uh, her full, full sprints are amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. And I would like to see, I think Natu, like Natu's played against some of the best forwards in the league and she's held her own uh, for the majority. Mm-hmm. And and I would like to see, you know, her and either Emily Mangus or her and Kelly Hubley uh, stay home a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. Just so there's always two people back just covering, you know, um, yeah. That would make me comfortable. Uh, and then, like I said, this game's going to be one through the midfield. We have the better midfield. Um, this is not a shot at Angels FC, but we were five deep at midfield. It doesn't really matter who starts. Um, and they're going to find a ways. I think Crystal, like for me, I think Crystal's going to find a way to score. I think Sophia, Morgan, like for me, I have the prediction down, Leo, uh, at 3-1. Uh, we could, I could see it being more, but yeah. I think the one goal we might give up might be on a set piece or on a counter. That's what worries me. I think um, so. But, I yeah. Also, I'm excited to see Adriana Leon more integrated mm. with the team. Um, we saw her, like, obviously practicing with the team today. Yeah. Um, and I think she's going to be another good attacking threat, um, especially yeah. if you have, like, Sophia or someone at striker. Mm-hmm. She's going to be a nice wide attacking threat um, yep. for the team. And that's, again, just, like, another layer that the Thorns can, like, bring in and use that to hurt Angel City as well. Um, yeah, another another layer though that uh, I know you mentioned you try to talk to Mike about this, but uh, it was is he coming off the bench first as a nine? Uh, the mm-hmm. other uh, the last game, and I think at this point, I think it's really obvious that I think he's trying different things, which is great. Um, but and I think we'll see is he coming off the bench first for the most part coming coming down the stretch. You know, like if Sophia's going to come off. And here's the thing: when she scored her goal, when Izzy scored her goal in preseason, Leo uh, Weaver was on the left. Izzy was in the middle and Sophia was on the right. So yeah. that's another wrinkle. I'm just saying there's another wrinkle. And I'm there's another one. I think, yeah. And I think something else we've seen um, with mm-hmm. uh, Coach Mike Norris, which you and I were talking about earlier today, yeah. is that a lot of the ways he will test things is kind of in this like trial by fire mm-hmm. scenario. And then yeah. obviously not using this like one player's performance when he throws them out as like the determining yeah. factor to like whether or not they like sink or float with the team. But like, yep. he likes to give players experience in games in different positions. And yep. we've seen Izzy play wide. We've seen Izzy mm-hmm. play at striker last game. Um, yeah. And I think she's, yeah, a player that we've seen got a lot of chances. And I hope, I hope she gets a good one. I got a feeling she's going to score soon. Um, I like made a prediction last week, Leo, where I said, Melina, I think uh, Morgan Weaver's bound for a brace. She had the brace for like a millisecond and then mm-hmm. took it back. She did score them. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like, I like my gut is saying, I think Sophia's done a good job passing the ball, but I think she's going to get back on the board today. And this is nothing against the Angel City uh, back line, but they just don't have the players to keep up with Sophia Smith back there. Um, Hina's going to give them a lot of trouble with her uh, technical yeah. ability. And Morgan Weaver's going to be running. Uh, rampant like on them you know what i mean and i would not be shocked if two of our forwards score this weekend um you know like i was talking to mike norris about morgan's work rate and he's honestly astonished by it uh I mean, we we get she to, does to, to just run at people and i yeah. love it 
Yeah. And uh, that's, I mean, it just, you know, it's one of those things like the coaches are even like, in, like when you surprise coaches, even though they know you're going to do that, it's cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Leo, what's your prediction for the weekend? Uh, and then do you kind of have anything you're looking like a matchup you're really paying attention to? Um, I honestly haven't looked at the game. So let me Google real quick. Oh, no worries. So right. I'll start with mine if that's okay. cool. Oh, yeah. So for me, like, obviously, I think everyone's going to be looking at Natu versus Alyssa. But for me, oh, magic on the field. Sorry. I thought you were just yeah. talking about. Weekend. Oh, yeah. No, just uh, yeah, on the yes. field. So um, like I like last week, I was saying I wanted uh, Sam Coffee to have the ball more than Jay Howell. This yeah. week, I, it's the exact same thing for me. I want Sam Coffee on the ball as much as possible. I want Julia Ertz having to defend as much as she can. Right. Um, if Julia Ertz is going to control that team, they're going to have a better chance of uh, having some possession and then finding Alyssa Thompson. Cause obviously the one thing I'll give Freya Coombe like a lot of credit for is their counterattack and they, they know who they're going to, they're going to find Alyssa Thompson. And so I'm looking at those matchups, those two matchups. I want Sam coffee to be the quarterback in the, the game as much as you can for the full 90. And then I want uh Natu and one of the center backs to team up to take away um, Alyssa Thompson. And then one player we should have to, we should look out for though is Katie Johnson. Uh, I have a really good season, a start to the season so far. So, uh, but yeah, like I said, I like 3 1. Uh, and uh, those are the two matches I'm looking at. I think, along with that, I think I'm, I'm going to go 2 0 in this one. Um, I think this is a match where I think I see the Thorns creating a lot of chances. And just for some reason in my brain, it's going to mm-hmm. be two, only two of them go in. Um, yeah. Maybe there's like a weird offside call or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, we can have a like Morgan Weaver second goal moment again where it like goes in and then we think we have it and then it goes yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Something like that, I feel like. Okay. Um, yeah. And I think, I think if we see Emily Mingus back, um, obviously, I think her and Alyssa Thompson um, mm-hmm. is another matchup I'd really like to see. Um, just, I don't know. Because yeah. I think they're both good players, and I haven't seen Emily Mingus play in a while. Yeah. Um, and I think we talk about Crystal Dunn being really good. Um, mm-hmm. I think she has done so much for this team's midfield this year. I think the team has looked, even the like times when she's been rotated out, um, and then when she's come back in, I just think the team has looked so much better um, at the time she's been in. Um, and so I'm really excited to see her and how she... Mm-hmm goes up against Julie Ertz, who is obviously a player who she knows pretty well from the national yep. team. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's, I think that's my main one is Crystal Dunn versus Julie. I Ertz. really, yeah, I really love the fact that you brought up Crystal Dunn because she honestly, as a player, I don't think uh, fans realize how good she is. Cause she's elite at almost every position she's ever yeah. played, you know, we, and we talk about Crystal Dunn being really good. And then I just yeah. like, don't think we talk about it enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? Like I don't, uh, yeah. No, I, I was just saying because I agree, obviously. And it's just one of those things because I was thinking, like, obviously the best player is subjective, right? But, like, any list I realized should probably have her on there just because she – you can't say she's not good at this. She's good at literally everything, right? Yeah. Um, but the one thing I've been noticing is – Maybe, like, like, goalkeeper because she's, like, really short. I think that would be, like, maybe – But maybe I wouldn't a even doubt her, to pick up. I feel like maybe yeah. you could chip her. I don't know. Yeah. But, but I don't think we would bet against her, though. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I, I think um, I would trust her, like, a decent amount. Exactly. Um, I just yeah. think, like, maybe her height might be to her disadvantage there. But yeah. I'm, like, a short person who played keeper in high school. So, like, I, I know what the life is. 
Oh gosh. Um, but yeah, the one thing I'll say though to uh, about Crystal is the box to box mentality she has, where she can win a tackle from yes. like her own box next to Bella Bixby, and then she'll all all of a sudden come and match up the speed of Morgan Weaver and Sophia on the counter. That's yes. already led to multiple goals, and it's going to yes. keep leading to goals because. I'll, like Hina can keep up too, which is great. Like you have players who can match up, and Sinky's. I really like Sinky's role this year. She's linking up play, just to <laughs> kind of like, hey, I somebody needs to stay back there, link the midfield, and you know, and then if they play a little slower, then Sink's already up there. You know, I yeah. I really like what I've seen from Sink this year too. Um, so, um, but Leo, there's a game tonight. There's uh, a game tonight. It's so not a Lawrence I'll... game, so I don't know a lot about it, honestly. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just kind of uh, go over my quick thoughts on the Cincinnati game. So Molina is going to submit her takeaway shortly. Um, so, uh, but yeah, no, uh, Leo, I've been really impressed with the Timbers uh, this, the last two games. Uh, I know we didn't win this game against um, Cincy, but the one thing I'll <laughs> say is their attack is alive and well. Um, good Coach to see. There, was, there yeah. was some doubt for a little bit, so it's good to see uh not for a little bit i think for the first like two months of the season um yeah. but i appreciate you trying to put it that way uh but yeah no i think the one thing i was really happy about is uh the team spirits seem to be lifted i know they were kind of like always kind of like mild-mannered in a good way um and calm but they just seem like they're way more upbeat now like the news that we got sebastian blanco back he's available tonight for the u.s open match uh look for my takeaways uh in the next few days as well um, but yeah, no, I'm just really happy because Sebastian Blanco does stuff that no other Timber really can do. Um, yeah. And he's he's going to put some balls into the box tonight where I think it doesn't matter who's playing. I think they're going to be able to, you know, put some good shots on goal. And honestly, I'm looking at uh, Orange County's roster. This is nothing against them. It's just uh, the Timbers should win tonight, even if they're playing mostly reserve players. They should still win tonight. Um, does it have to be, you know, 3-0 or 4-0? No, it's probably going to be closer to you know, two one, two zero, or something like that, which is totally fine. But the Cincinnati game, um, Leo, was really cool. We got to see the counterattack. They held possession, which is really interesting. I don't, we haven't seen them do that too often this year. Um, you and, always and, love to see it. Attack yeah. exists, holding possession feels yeah. like the bare minimum, but it seems like it has <laughs> not been happening until this point. So it's exciting. Yeah. Um, and and this thing though, like when Coach Gio said that he they just needed to get healthier. He was being serious, you know, and uh, I'm glad Coach Dio's out of protocol now. Looking forward to seeing him back on the sideline tonight. Um, he just has great energy, and, you know, he's one of my favorite coaches to watch on the sideline. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, um, looking forward to this game just because I think the Timbers just kind of need to rack up some wins, even if it's against Orange County, uh, just to get some uh, motive, you know, just get mo- good mojo and momentum going back to the team. And they have some really tough games coming up too, so for me, I just wanted to see a good progression. They, they've been giving that to the fans. Um, so excited to see them coming forward. But I think uh, tonight they got to take care of business. Uh, Eric Miller, I was at the press yesterday. Eric Miller and uh, Christian Paredes was on there. Eric Miller uh, has played in one of these before. He scored in uh, one of these games before. Um, okay. I think he was a U23 uh, Timbers member at the time. So it's cool. And that's I think that's the only time he's scored. Um, so it's uh, he's looking for, forward to maybe doing it again. Um and uh, Paredes look he's been looking really good since he got back, um so just looking forward to that. But yeah, the front line with Bowley, with Dyron Espria, who is, I just call him Magic Man because he just he just does ridiculous things every game. And then having Saba back is huge. Um, but yeah, this team is almost first like first options now. I think they're just missing Jimmy Chara, 
Um, and he's almost back too. So, uh, I mean, at this point, I could see the Timbers make a run. I know that's saying a lot from what we see in the first two months, but I could see them making a run. And it's going to be, I think Timbers fans should be a little excited because I think if, obviously, we're missing Eric Williamson and he, he's special talent. Like, but the Timbers are trying to make it work with Paredes. And I think Paredes has been playing a little up that he's been playing midfield a little higher up and then back a little bit. So it's been interesting to see. And then Ayala has been really good um, as well. Like I think uh, coach Gio talks him up a lot and I love that. Um, but yeah. And then the back line, the only thing I'm worried about is Mabiala playing. Uh, I think right now, Zach McGraw has balled out. And if you have not seen the feature uh, that we did on Zach, make sure to check that out. Um, yeah, you did a good job with that one. I appreciate yeah, that. Endorse that. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, I think that was my first feature, right, Leo? Yeah, um, and that, that was an exciting one because everyone was really down on him after last year. I feel like, and you were like yeah. so excited to be giving him positive press, and then he like did really yeah. well. And yeah, well, just, I I think it's just funny to me because now everyone's like he's a rising star, it's like he's been like on the upswing, you know, like you guys just didn't give him a fair shake. So <laughs> just the fact that he's like balling out this year, and I am worried about like who his partnership is with because. Uh, Obviously, Dario wasn't available. I think he is out of the protocol now. Um, mm-hmm. So we could see him tonight. Uh, I don't know if they're going to arrest him maybe for the weekend. So we'll see how that goes. But I would like to see Zach. If Eric Miller's playing, I would hope maybe he partners with Eric Miller in center back and then have the, you know, have Bravo and have maybe um, Bonilla play right back. So we'll see how it goes tonight. But I think with Gio back, I think the team's already been, they've been really focused. I honestly think they were a little unlucky at Cincinnati. They had so many chances the first half, Leo. Um, so uh, we'll see, though, um, coming forward. Because at the end of the day, soccer's about putting away your chances and getting results. Yeah. Um, but I do, I could see them making a run. So I'm really excited about uh, to, to cover this team uh, moving forward, um, which is uh, – I'm really happy to say. So, um, yeah. And then, Leo, we wanted to do something different this time, did we not? We did. Did you uh, – so what is our ending segment, closing segment? Um, I think we should do just like a non-soccer thing that we're going to do between yeah. now and the next time you record a podcast. Okay. Did you think of a topic? Um, just just like what's what's something you're going to do? What's something you're excited about? Oh, okay. I Yeah, I will talk about San Diego Comic Con then. Is okay. that okay? okay. Yes. Um, you seem excited so- for it. So that counts. Yeah. So the only downside, Leo, is I'm gonna miss the uh, the Vietnam uh, and the U.S. Women's National Team match uh, because I'll be in San Diego for San Diego Comic Con. This is my second time going. Um, I went for the first time. I didn't know a lot to, what to do the first time, so now I know everything I'm gonna do the second time. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna be there for three days. I have tickets for three days. I didn't get all four days, unfortunately, but that's okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna be there for. Um, Three days, going to be with uh, some of my friends that I've had pretty much my whole life. Uh, and honestly, it just helps me, you know, I get to nerd out for a couple of days and just like oh. see all these people that all these shows and all these movies and books and stuff that I read. Um, so looking forward to that and just being seeing a lot of panels, you know. Um, so I'm going to go. I think that's July. I have not booked my I booked my hotel already, but I did not book my airfare. So I should probably do nice. that. <laughs> yeah, probably while they're like not crazy. I have, I have no idea what airfare is like right now. I haven't looked at a flight. Oh, it's been, it's so awful. It's so awful. Um, but yeah, no. And then I am trying to plan a trip. I want to like. I think everyone knows. I'm. If you don't know, uh, Leo knows that I want to make a trip to every NWSL stadium eventually. Um, and I think I'm four down. 
So I would like to go to Angel City to see if the crowd's legit. I've been told it is. Um, so I'm looking for forward to that. Things. Yeah. I've been to LA, but I haven't been to a game. So, Ooh. Yeah. yeah. My LA think... trip last year just didn't coincide with any of the Ooh. Angel City games, and it kind of sucked. Yeah. yeah. I I actually went for the second Snapdragon game in San Diego last year. So it was really okay. fun. I'm hoping to. I don't think any of my dates uh, coincide with the San Diego game. Fortunately, San Diego's playing in Portland mm-hmm. the day I'm gone. So, so you're just missing everything. Yeah. So maybe I should just, maybe this Comic-Con thing needs to work around my schedule from now on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, no, look forward to that. And then, yeah, I have a few trips planned in the summer. I think I'm going to go to the U.S. Open for the first time for tennis. Okay. Uh, um, so I'll probably do that end of August and then maybe go and visit my colleague Becky Morgan uh, in Louisville after. Um, so looking forward to that, but how about Leo? How about you? What do you have planned for the summer? This is my, my very short term thing that I'm excited for. Oh, um, okay. And then, then we'll get, I don't really know what's happening this summer. Um, I oh. think I am house sitting for my friend who has two cats. Um, Ooh. and so I just get to like hang out with some cats. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. Um, mm. one of them is scared of everyone, but not me. So like <gasps> I'm winning. Um, I've also started crocheting a blanket when I had surgery right. about a month ago, um, and it's mm-hmm. almost done, and I'm very excited for that, and that's going to be before summer, but that's going to be exciting. Um, Leo, question for you. Yes. When are you going to teach the thorns how to crochet? Do they want to know? I, I will teach them. I feel like they would love a class. Like, you know, like, I know they, uh, I think Kelly Hubley brought it up that they did a pottery class together or something, or Sophia okay. said that. So I was like, maybe they're, they'd be down to crochet. You never know, right? Mm-hmm. So. I think I just need to, like, find the right thorns. I don't know if I could, like, teach a whole class, but i do some, like, one-on-one things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm okay. trying to... Who on the thorns do you think would be most likely to crochet? I don't... Like, that's a really good question. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Not to think about this, but I feel like somebody who's... I know Nat too video games. Like she brought yes. it up today, I, but I feel like she would be really good at it too because she's oh, no oh Sam Coffee, okay. probably be really good at it. Um, I was gonna say Bella Bixby. Oh, that's a good choice too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I only bring up Sam because uh, part two is gonna come out soon, everyone. Um, of her feature, but yeah, she mentions there's a really good quote in there where it's like she talks about kind of like taking off days, you know, and uh, being okay, being bored. Uh, and just kind of like doing things that relaxes her and stuff. Like that's mm-hmm. awesome. Like you know. Um, so I yeah I could see that. And then for Bella, uh, what, what's your reasoning on Bella? Yeah, go ahead. This is very unrelated. My my Bella yeah. thing was I could just like see her being someone who like yeah I don't know. She's like still in school. The reason I got into it was I was like I just need to like do things with my hands and like look away mm-hmm. from things. And I I could see her having uh, like a similar relationship with it to me. Um, yeah. Also, didn't like someone on the courage i want to say lynn williams make like crocheted tops for a while oh i think she Just said that on the snacks podcast right yeah yeah i think she i think you're right yeah i think she yeah. made something on the snacks oh uh, yeah I think we'll so have to because of that yeah. crystal mm-hmm. dunn maybe has been around a crocheting teammate yeah um i would teach crystal dunn how to crochet yeah yeah no mm-hmm. I, I would I think, yeah i love that but yeah. no this yeah we need to do these segments more often i feel like Just i think like, so yeah um, so Leo, any last thoughts before we log off? 
I don't think so. I have some audio to upload and some articles to edit. And I know you have a soccer game to go cover. So um, I will let you go. <laughs> well, I appreciate you, Leo. Uh, thanks for joining us as our guest this week. And we would love to have you back anytime. Uh, but I'd yeah, this is back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I I don't know. Oh, Leo, I think we should tell the story of having that before we log off. Okay. But you, yeah, do you, so I, we were talking about this when we got ice cream today. So we, I was on Twitter and just like tweeting out, like live tweeting and yeah. Leo saw my tweets. This, this, this was... is a playoff game, right? San Diego. But, yeah. Yeah. Last yeah, year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you saw my tweet and we like, we responded to, we like followed each other, liked each other's tweets. And then yeah. we're like sitting somebody... in the press box and there's like maybe... Yeah. It's like pretty spread out, but there's like maybe yeah. two people like actually between us, but we're like yes. not within hearing distance of each other. Yeah. Yeah. And then they walked away for like to get food or something, you know? Um, and then, and then I think you or I looked over and it's like, you know, like you, me, like, is that you, yeah. you know, like, and then I was like, you should sit by me. And then, so we just sat and talked the whole time. And then yeah. little, and then I feel like a, like a couple of weeks later, we, you know, I joined Rose City Review um, and yeah. that's kind of how it was, but yeah. It's just been great. Like I uh, do want to thank everyone for listening and for reading our work because it. I've been living my dream for the last six months. I told Leo this uh, today, and I want to keep doing this for you know uh, through the season and for as long as I can. So, uh, but yeah, just yeah. keep supporting our work. We appreciate it. And like I said, if you haven't subscribed, please think about it. And uh, like I said, we're gonna have so much great stuff coming out. Um, yeah. Like I, I and as as I was saying today, I kind of didn't do a lot last year i think i was really burned out near the break mm. didn't have really good wi-fi so it was like kind of an ordeal for me to watch games like wasn't in the best position to like be watching soccer plus all yeah. everything that was coming out around the club was just very overwhelming based on the headspace yeah. i was in um but i am also just like very excited for what we are doing right now and mm -hmm. what we have coming up um and if you are able to spare a little money to support some of our work that would be awesome mm -hmm. love being able to pay writers and photographers because they're doing a lot of great stuff um and oh we yeah. should give them a shout out too by the way chris and matthew work this yeah. year has been phenomenal like yes. i've been oh and follow us on, on instagram because we've been oh, yeah. posting everything yeah um so it's just at the rose city review um but yeah give us a follow and we're just going to post a lot of matt and chris's work um and you know, there's be certain times where we highlight other photographers as well um, that work with us. And and we're going to start uh, highlighting our writer's work, you know, Melina, Jaden, and uh, obviously Leo as well. So, but yeah, thank you so much, everyone. Uh, appreciate you uh, listening to us and hopefully you have a great week. This is Fook with Leo from Rose City Review with football or soccer, whatever you call it.